Welcome back to yet another episode of the Pursuit Podcast. Uh, in today's episode, we're joined by Mari Alsakir, swimmer, who just before the summer finished up her four-year career at Kaiser University. We've also had the pleasure of working with her over the summer as she's close to finishing up her internship with us and getting ready to tackle her master's degree at Wagner College in New York. Welcome to the Lion's Den. Thank you so much for having me. How uh, we've been talking about it uh, over lunch. Uh, hey, we need to have another uh, swimmer on the show. And who's better than the one sitting in the office and uh, just finished? Uh, are you looking forward to, to delving into the, the fine details of your college journey? Yes, 100%. I, um, I look forward to know more people, to get to know my journey. And I hope more people will go to college as well. Because my experience was so good. I loved my four years in, at Kaiser, so yeah. Yeah, and who wouldn't with the palm trees uh, surrounding campus there? Yeah. Uh, and we'll, we'll get to Kaiser, right? But uh, you know, as we, we 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 need to kind of understand, you know, the the rationale, the motivation for going over. And I mean, you're from Kongsberg in in Norway. Yeah. Um, uh, how is it to be a, a swimmer in Kongsberg? First of all, Kai, uh, Kongsberg is pretty small. It's uh, it's a pretty small town. So the club is pretty small as well. The swim club that uh, was my mother club. So uh, before I went to high school, I didn't know really where I wanted to go. If I wanted to like, continue my swimming career or if I wanted to go to a high school in Kongsberg. Uh, the trainer situation in Kongsberg was pretty difficult. We had several coaches uh, just in a couple of years. So... My goal was to get into Drummond uh, Top Sports School, uh, and and I made it. But um, I didn't really think about how I was going back and forth because Drummond is pretty far uh, from yeah. Kongsberg. Not that far; it's just forty-five minutes away with train. Yeah, but it's but still uh, it's still a pretty long commute. It's like probably an hour or something it is each like way. From door to every door. Day. Yeah, from door to door, it, it took me one hour. So first of all, I had to take a bus down to the train station, and then the train to Drummond and then I had to walk from the station and to school or to practice. So if I knew how long uh, or how much time I was using on commuting today, I don't know if I would have done the same choice, but uh, but in my four years at Drummond was amazing. However, after two years, I chose to change my club from Kongspa to Drummond because it was impossible to make all the practices in the afternoon because of uh, the long days at school and and the long uh, commuting time. So I changed to Drummond and I think that's my best choice ever because the coach there really took care of me. I got a program where he really focused uh, on me. I got so much better uh, the two years I was with him and uh, he really supported me and the choice I wanted to do. Yeah. But I, you know, I was uh, in high school, and I had a lot of classmates that were swimmers, and mm-hmm. they, I mean, they they would have eaten two loaves of bread before I even oh woke God. up, and they'd swim like uh, three thousand meters probably before I even woke up every day. But h- how did that work for you? In you know, in the setup you you had. So the reason why I wanted to go to drama was because you got the opportunity to have morning practice at school. So instead of waking up at like say five o'clock, I I woke up at six thirty, 
and uh, I was swimming and doing all my morning practice at school with my coach there. And then we went uh, to the class afterwards. Uh, so the setup was really good. Like even though I had to wake up early in the mornings and practice after school, I figured that the community, like the environment I had at school and the people I was practicing with at school was better than the small environment that I had in my in mother club, Kongsberg. So, yeah, but, but uh, it's important with a good environment to, yeah. to become better, right? I mean, that's uh, for individual sports. I mean, did you view yourself? You know, it's still a very individual sport with swimming. Do you feel yeah. like? Do you feel like that? I yeah, hundred percent. Like I, I saw more my, I met more my uh, my teammates than I did with like saw my own family. Like my coach was closer to me maybe at one time than my parents because I spent so much more time with them compared to my family. Like my teammates turn into sisters and brothers in a way because you, you swim with them morning, afternoon, you go to the gym with them, you eat with them in the lunch. Like you you use so much time with them. So, But did that change Norway versus Florida and, and the college swimming? So the thing is, yeah... I would say you got even closer in uh, at college than you were uh, back home because uh, at the end of the day, when you were done with school here in Norway at high school, people went uh, to different clubs in the afternoon to practice. So you were together all uh, morning and afternoon, and then you did, did the afternoon practice in your own club. But uh, I would say, like, the reason why I chose swim swimming like over all the other sports I did because I, I tried like everything at one point and uh, it was because of the good environment with the people it was not because I was the best in swimming it was because the people that was there was so fun and I had so much fun uh, swimming so uh, I think without having fun in the sports with the people that you're surrounded by it's uh, it's hard to get to college or finish high school I would just maybe just say when you're touching on that and how it was, you know, commuting to Drummond and then going to school there and, you know, swimming every single day, that like the transition from going there to the U.S., like swimming wise, maybe isn't the biggest one compared to Kim and I, for example, that played soccer, right? It's a bigger, it was a bigger transition for us to go to college, but maybe like with the experience that you guys get during high school, the transition of getting into the U.S. and, and getting into that rhythm, sort of, you have that because you've done it for the past three years in, in, you know, in high school here, right? Yeah, 100%, because you start morning practice and training that much when you're pretty young. Like, even in eighth, ninth grade, we did morning practice, right? So we, we're all used to practicing that much. However, though, the commuting part was the most boring and stressful part, I would say. You had to plan out the whole day. Like, my mom made huge lunch packages every night right so i can bring them to school because i needed breakfast lunch dinner and maybe some snack in between right and then just go home for sleep and repeat that for three years it's uh it's hard so going to college in that way would be easier because you have everything at one spot so like it's uh yeah i i believe it's easier to go to college than my four years in Drammen. Did you think about, because uh, you were serious about your swimming um, and you worked hard at it, but was the end goal college and go swimming? <laughs> I mean, we, I remember we, yeah. Shai and one of our colleagues, he scouted you uh, at a training camp. But yeah. uh, w have you ever thought about college and, and going that route? No, 100% not. Like my 
plan was to quit swimming when I was done with high school, 100%. I, I was done swimming back and forth in this pool every day. Like I was, I don't know, I, I was happy with going to nationals and almost all my friends was quitting as well. So I didn't really see the point of continuing if I was the only one left in my, in my env environment. So, but like then Shine uh, contacted me and then I told my mom and... Uh, in a way, I should never have done it because she was the one pushing and pushing and pushing. Like she was the one making me doing the SAT and the TOEFL test. She was driving me everywhere. Like I was crying before the SAT. I didn't want to do this, but uh, but uh, she really pushed me uh, to do it. And uh, I'm so happy I did though because I kind of know with myself that I would not fit in the like. Uh, normal everyday life for a normal person like uh, quit swimming go to for example Bergen or Trondheim to s just study uh, you're used to having this everyday life where you wake up uh, going to practice at 6 a.m sur surrounded by so many swimmers like I don't know like I think uh, that is too normal and I'm I don't fit in that category at all so yeah well, uh, good, good thing shy and contacted you then and uh, enlightened you about the opportunity. Yeah, um, but I was also, also when I got the message though, I didn't really know if he understood like how good or bad I was because in my opinion, I thought only the very best swimmers got the opportunity to go to the US at colleges because I was not even in a national team. I, I went to nationals and I had fun. I, I... I got like a medal in a relay, you know, like I was not the top, top swimmers. So, so, and I didn't really want to use too much money on going to college and as well. But uh, what I figured was that college is for everybody. The ones that is the really top ones, the ones going to Olympics or the ones that just want to have fun and get a fairy tale. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the uh, misconception but many mm. student or, or athletes across many different sports have that, uh, you know, you have to be elite, elite, elite. And of course, some are. You know, you can see it in certain sports, like, of course, in swimming, there's some Olympians there, some amazing oh. swimmers <laughs> that have gone through the system. <laughs> Same with track and field. But if you look at, like, the World Cup for women now, so many players that uh, have background from college. But so. even at Worlds now with swimming, it, it was so many swimmers go, uh, that went to college or, or still in college that swam really good. So Yeah. So we estimate that, you know, across all the college divisions, and there's many of them, I mean, there's, a, uh, there's an ocean of, uh, of opportunity there. Uh, probably, you know, 600,000 plus, maybe even 700,000 student athletes in college across the divisions and of course not all of those get scholarships some do some don't there's you know everything from super good ones to just yeah i want to have fun and, and compete while studying uh so you don't have to be we can break that um, uh that uh misconception down right here and that's it's for everybody it you is. just have to want to do it yep it truly is. And for context, 700,000 people, that's the capital of Oslo. No, capital of Norway, Oslo, 700,000 people. So, yeah, there's abundance of opportunities and, and so many people. And, you know, I was one of those guys that, you know, didn't necessarily want to go and become a pro, but wanted to play soccer and travel the U.S. and have fun while getting a degree. And I think that's an important lesson. And I think more and more people maybe understand that now more than ever. Yeah, Because a good part of going to college, like, 
for a swim swimming perspective is that you you use so much time in this pool practicing for years right and then suddenly you just quit like yeah. Yeah, because you I w- you were saying earlier that yeah, i was just i was my plan was to quit yeah. after high school like just that that's not very uh you know, <laughs> light at the end of the tunnel. I finally I can quit when I'm done. But uh, you know, it, it should be rather. Hey, what can I use uh, my the hard work I put in, my talent? Yeah, I mean, you say you were you were not good in swimming, but you you you're fast, right? But maybe not compared to the best ones. But uh, it's it's nicer to be able to have a goal to maybe okay, well, I'm doing this because I can get a scholarship, and you did, uh, you know, in the US and. Uh, rather than just think of it as okay, well that's one stage d- done. Take it o- take it off the <laughs> list, and then yeah, now I'm doing something completely different, not swimming competitively again. Yeah, because you get a prize for using so much time uh, at practicing and maybe not going out with friends. Like I didn't really have a rusty time or whatever you want to call it in my third grade at high school. Yeah, like, the celebration yeah, with the your celebration friends uh, in your, your final year of high school. Yeah. At one point, like you have to choose, right? And you choose swimming above everything almost at one point and then suddenly you're just like laying it, letting it all go like so college in in a way is a reward for all the practices and everything you have done uh before in the sport and yeah. uh, the price was four years in uh, west palm beach west in palm florida beach, yeah and it was amazing i would do it all again <laughs> West Palm Beach, Florida. Can't blame you for choosing Kaiser University, uh, but you had many options. It wasn't you weren't choosing, um, you know, just this uh, palm tree heaven. It was uh, you know you had schools in Georgia, in Tennessee, um, Converse College. That was ten minutes from where I studied. That's yeah. an all girls college. Uh, maybe that was the reason you didn't want to go there. It was actually my uh, my number one priority was that I want to have boys at the team <laughs> because uh, <laughs> too many girls is too complicated. Okay, yeah. So D- didn't know that was the thing, but yeah, of course, <laughs> in in the in the swim group, uh, that that is a, you see it very differently to, than to a men's soccer player. Yeah, too much drama with just girls. Shine had an easy job. What's the one thing that I'm gonna help you with, money? I don't want to have only girls on my team. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Okay, that's that. a good okay yeah. take that preference on board we do listen to all preferences <laughs> yeah, we do. Of course, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay but um it was between carson newman in tennessee um no that's cool well uh, and kaiser why, why did you aside from the palm trees why did you end up uh picking kaiser it's a big decision to choose your school it is it is uh it was different reasons i believe it was First of all, because it was in Naya, and Curtis Newman was a D2 school, so going to nationals would be like uh, you had to chase the the qualifications uh, all the time, which I was kind of tired of because I have been chasing the national times here in Norway for like cuts for a long time, so I was kind of tired of you know, chasing that. So it's maybe a easier way out but also because kaiser is located in west palm beach like uh, living four years in florida it's, it's a dream no like at least for me living in norway going to west palm beach is is crazy like the difference and but i also think uh, it was because of the coach adam epstein uh, the head coach in kaiser he his belief or like his philosophy of swimming was 
what I wanted. His priority one was having fun with swimming, and uh, he really commuted that very well to me. So that was my goal as well. Like, if you don't have fun with swimming, you don't get anywhere, in my opinion. So I think the combination of him as a coach and and where Kaiser is located, it was uh, it was the best uh, decision I I did. Like. Yeah. Of course, and of course, you know, finances, scholarship, cost, you know, all of this, of course, fits into uh, the complete picture. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of jigsaw puzzles, it uh, is, it is. pieces to make one nice one. It is, but uh, also, actually, the offer I got from Kaiser was one of my best ones as well. So, financially, it was uh, maybe the best one as well. <laughs> well, even better, yeah. even better. Because we do see that, uh, you know, of course, finances need to work. Um and but we also see that in many cases you know athletes when they do get offers and they let's say they're going to pick between three or four schools mm. um then you know they'll have to go into their little bubble to to rank things and what's best with with this part what's best with that part mm. i like the coach philosophy better here but oh the climate is much better here uh and then i think a bit lower down on the pecking order is actually the cost. Of I course, it needs so. to be within your budget and all that. And parents uh, very interested to know. But uh, of course, here when it's also uh, the best financial offer, then that was just a uh, you know tick 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 that dot as well. It was. It was that box. Hundred percent. But I, as you say, like the financial is like if you have different schools and you disagree a lot with the cheapest offer you have, like with the coach and where it's located and everything. Like I would never choose that. Like it's so much more than just the financial part that has to work. Uh, if you wanna have fun or like actually like your four years at college, or maybe if you go for the cheapest one, maybe you you go home after a year because it was not the best fit for you. So. With the help from Lone Casa, you can uh, you can get pretty far. You can. No, it's important. I mean, if you think about it in a long term perspective, mm. okay, it was maybe three thousand dollars more expensive to go to this school, but then it ticks most of the boxes. Then it's a no brainer, right? Uh, you know, our job would be to fi- find the options, and but you choose. You know, yeah. it's uh, we can might come with uh, advice and based on what it is that you wanted and understanding the differences and all that, but. You know, it's always the athlete choosing. Yeah, uh, I actually made a list though when I was uh, doing all the phone calls with my coaches, like how it was. Like I had a list of questions that I was always asking them, and and then when I was done, I was rating them. Some uh, phone calls I had for like 15 minutes, and others I had for over an hour. So it was pretty easy to like uh, rank them. But uh, I think that was my smartest thing was that I. I did that because it made the decisions uh, so much easier than, I don't know, if you don't go into a meeting with no, like, if you haven't really thought about what you want to ask about or, like, yeah, stuff like that, it's, it's, it's harder to know what you really go to. Yeah, I rem- like, I remember, you know, and that's still the number one advice I give to, you know, um, new student athletes is the communication with coaches was the one thing that stood out to me, right? Like the, the first initial phone call or the first, you know, team uh, call you have, with, you know, the potential new coach you're going to have. Mm. How does that flow, right? And I remembered that, like, I needed a guy that, you know, could joke around a little bit, um, you know, you could have fun with. And me as, you know, the person I am, you know, I like to joke around and I like to have a good relationship with most of the guys that I'm working with, right? So I understood. And, and Stu, who helped me, said, Jules, you're basically going to spend 
you know, six to seven percent of your time for four years with this guy. So you you really need to like find a guy that you can work with. And then when I got that, I was like, I cared less about the cost because I knew that okay, for these four years, I'll I'll have a good time and I'll enjoy myself, and he'll understand me as who I am as well, right? Yeah. I think many people forget that hey, it's a two-way street recruiting, right? Yeah. Of course, you have the coach. They have call it the power because they are the ones deciding who will attend uh, my school or, or come onto my team, right? But when they recruit someone, they, we, we've been in touch and we've, they've identified, okay, well, Mari is a good prospect and you were contacted by four or five schools, right? Six schools. Then you did your homework because you interviewed them. I mean, they, of course, you, you need to show your best sides and all that, but they also need to do the same. It's like a job interview. It is, it is. Process. It is, 100%. And then uh, what else I also did was that I knew it was a lot of internationals at Kaiser. So I was actually talking with a Norwegian swimmer there as well. Like talking to the swimmers, I think, is a, like a key because the coach always want to sell, right? We're the best, like, we're the best fit, whatever, blah, blah. But like when you really talk to the swimmers at the team, then they tell the truth. Actually, one of the swimmers I was talking to, at one of the the teams said like the the culture difference here in Norway and at the school was so was so different that he said if he was choosing again, he would recommend me or like him, himself to go to another college. And being that honest, I think uh, it's very important because you wouldn't know that before you actually started. Yeah, it's one of the many many good tools you have in the bag, right? To yeah. to in include uh, in, in in the process, and th this brings me to kind of Kaiser because you actually end up being roommates with some uh, swimmer from Spain, and yes. through and she was helped uh, through uh, AGM, also part of Keystone Sports, and then you had another roommate, also another Spanish uh, tennis player. That was also an AGM athlete, and obviously we we work <laughs> there part of Kiss and Sports, and we uh, that shows kind of the beauty of connecting with athletes. Uh, I mean, you could have had American roommates, but you ended up with Spanish, right? I did. And for four years. Uh, four years. I moved actually off campus with them as well, and then today they're two of my best friends. So uh, it's crazy. The the fun part of a Kaiser is so many internationals. I would say it's even more internationals than it is Americans. So you really get to know other cultures and get to know all yeah the cultures, languages, like uh, everything. It's How's your Spanish, Mari? Uh, no, hablo español. I I I don't <laughs> speak any Spanish at all. That's a shame, though. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's amazing that uh, you know you end up with with the best friends from. Uh, of course, it means uh, a lot to us because it's okay that someone in the company from another part of the world helped them with the exact same process. Come to campus, mm. yeah, roommates become best friends. Mm. I mean, we 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 see these stories. Uh, love that. Yeah, and it's something you'll you'll carry on for the rest of your life, right? Because you're probably going to live in different countries you know, at some point, and then you'll have contact and a network that will go globally. And, and you know, uh, I have friends everywhere in the world, same with Kim, and you're going to have the same, right? So that's just the beauty about going to college. Um, but then let's talk a little bit about, you know, the swimming. And then obviously you did well at Kaiser. Um, what's what's a standout for you? Um, me initially thinking maybe, you know, the first female team in, in the history of Kaiser University to, to win the nationals. Yeah, 
that's the number one I would guess because uh, when I got recruited, I got recruited as one of the uh, what, what do you say like one of the like the what is it called now like we got recruited for the year that would contribute to win national okay actually. so it's like a part of a four-year yes. plan because yeah. you won the title in my third year so <laughs> my junior year, year. Okay. but uh, everything we heard my freshman freshman year was winning we were gonna win this year yeah. because uh our we're gonna win in three years no my freshman year when i came okay. like that was number one that goal. was initial plan first yeah. practice we heard that we're gonna win this year uh and that was everything you practice against right and then we came to nationals and we we sucked the first day and we lost the first day and that was a really that was really really hard for us so we we changed the mentality my second year we didn't talk about winning at all which i think was good and then we did it on my uh, my junior year we won so that was crazy like finally after two years of hard work you we won also because our roster at that time was so strong uh covid uh, kind of uh, some schools lost a lot of swimmers in the COVID years some uh, fundings and everything but uh, Kaiser was a really strong team my junior year and, and it was crazy jumping in a pool with the coaches the male team also won uh, so yeah jumping with everybody in the pool with clothes uh, screaming it, it's it's fantastic it was a good season for Kaiser it was, it was yeah. really but how tell us give you know give us an insight right so where was the nationals did you, you guys travel or, or where were you uh we were in georgia we were in georgia so it was not that far i think it was just uh just uh 13 14 hours in a bus yeah so <laughs> oh, only yeah. 13 yeah. we went so it's uh, quite local. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went to tennessee my freshman year so that was that's another other level but uh the pool is pretty nice uh i actually don't remember the name of the city right now <laughs> no but then uh, but um you know that you know you guys traveled both the men's yeah. and the women's team traveled and there. everybody traveled like yeah. that's the fun part uh, about kaiser because they have the finances to send everybody because it's just 18 girls and 18 uh, boys that can compete at nationals but yeah. our team is bigger than that so we got extra people to cheer to be loud to uh cheers on and that was uh, really fun as well and then when we won the first event uh, is the 800 relay uh, for male and females. And I was a part of that relay and we won, which we didn't really think we would do. At least not I. I, I was so scared. Uh, but uh, when we won that, it was, it was crazy. Then we really thought like this is something we can do because that's the kickoff of the whole meet, right? Yeah. So then we went in with the meet with the mentality that we can do this instead of, oh, we we're like behind or something like that. Yeah. You, you set the standard. Yes, and you 100%. Just, you know. Above SCAD, because SCAD was our biggest enemy. <laughs> okay, so SCAD is Savannah College of Art and Design. Yes. So that, that's been a rivalry. Uh, oh, 100%. Kaiser and them, Finally, yeah. we took the, <laughs> took, the, took the national title from them. That's but, nice. Uh, that's really nice. And, um, you know, what do you guys do after? Just straight home? And then celebrating uh, so, West Palm Beach, or so the fun part about or the good part about being a part of the Naya uh, organization is that we have nationals the first weekend in spring break. So when we're okay. done with nationals, we just go straight for spring break. So uh, we went for the Dominican Republic my junior year. Last this year we went to Puerto Rico my freshman year. We went to New York and my sophomore year was COVID, so we didn't really go anywhere. Okay, but so, uh, so you celebrated the national tournament in the Dominican 
Republic. Yeah. Yeah. That's a just solid place. As you, as you do. Yeah, as you do. Just you know, with a lot of should all do that. teammates, yeah. you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Pre, pre, pre-planned cool. celebration there or? Kind of. Spontaneous, hey, we in, want In one way we could celebrate it or the other way we can just drink it away, so. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, it's a smart decision anyway. Yeah. Well, that's exactly. another reason to go to the Dominican Republic. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's yeah. really, really smart. Yeah, because, you know, we always ask, uh, you know, Florida-based uh, students on the podcast, like, yeah. where do you go to spring break? Because uh, that's the number one destination is to go where you are. Oh, 100%, 100%. We could just go, like, 30, 40 minutes down to Boca or to Miami and be crazy there. But... uh to be honest, it's fun to travel a little further, though. You live yeah. so close to Miami all the time, so you can always go down there. So just a couple of days in Miami in spring break is enough because not everybody has spring break at the same time. So we can do our spring break in Dominican Republic or Puerto Rico, and then we can go and join others uh, when they have, have their spring break later. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But the, how much time do you have, because knowing the schedule of swimmers yeah. and how much you, you guys train. I mean, how much time did you have to do other things? I mean, you, you didn't have to commute on a train an hour every day times two, so two hours gone. Uh, but w- how much time extra did you have to do other things? So, of course, we have a season from, I would say, September to uh, March, right? So in this period of time, you're practicing six out of seven days. You do all the the swim practice and weight sessions and all this stuff but uh but uh you have more time off than i had when i was swimming back home in norway like since we were practicing close to school we didn't have a pool at school but they're actually building one now but uh, we had to drive there but that was just 10 15 minutes away so that was not a problem and then we had the calf where we ate and everything so i would say like you had the afternoon off every night where you could study or be social. And then and then we, of course, had morning practice Saturday, so it was not, like, idle to go out Friday night. But uh, but usually you're social Saturday, you're off Sunday, you can go to the beach and tan and do some school if you need so. But uh, the biggest, like, time period that you have to, that you can do stuff is when you're done with nationals because then you don't have all those practices that you, you have the rest of the, the year. Uh, you obviously you have some mandatory practices like five morning practice a week or or so oh, only five a, p- a week yeah that's downtime okay morning practice uh, th- this is what i mean with swimmers <laughs> yeah, just being there you're, you're so structured and so hard working in your in your training regime uh, yeah. admire that uh, a great deal uh just just imagine if footballers could could be the same yeah. right yeah, that wouldn't work for me but we've, no. we've, we've <laughs> talked a little bit about it um like you know and, and there's no doubt that maybe the first year for many internationals is the toughest year and you've you know you've touched into it and saying that like maybe your two best years at college was you know your junior year and mm-hmm. your senior year could you just give us a quick insight on that right and then explain us did you feel a bit little bit more pressure less time management all that stuff the first couple of years and then yeah year three so, or better yeah, yeah because when you get in your freshman year you want to show off right like uh you have to meet some standards yeah like you want to show off to the coach what you can do you want to perform at school you want to be the best version of yourself 24 7 right so that takes a lot so at least like when I and, and the language is a problem 
kinda in the beginning as well when you start all the classes. And one thing is to just speak English with your friends, but like going to class and perform well yeah, under exams and everything is is a stressful factor as well. But uh, but uh, going to nationals my freshman year, it's so much nerves because you want you have to perform at nationals because that's the main main meet of the year. So. So, but after some time, like you start to relax, you know what you're doing, you know what meets kind of looks like, you you know the schedule, uh, you know the coach, what he expects and everything. So for me, in my my junior and senior year, especially my senior year, God was the best swimming wise. I actually went to a sports psychologist my last year because I, I was really good to stress like I was stressing about everything. So a combination about knowing every, everything and getting more um what's it called like practice to know what to think and what to concentrate on my my last year helped me to relax and enjoy because I wanted to end my swimming career enjoying swimming instead of being like sick of the thought of swimming so I think that's the clue like just enjoy it enjoy the ride enjoy the time you're there and then the results they'll come Amazing. But uh, sports psychologist, was that uh, your initiative or was it something uh, your coach and athletic department uh, encouraged? It was, it was my coach that uh, said I should go. I I was struggling my freshman year. I actually had nationals. I had an incident at nationals where I passed out. So in the I, pool. In the pool. <laughs> in oh the final God. at uh, at the mile because I did the mile. And uh, so after that incident, I had big struggles doing the mile again. I had this. Uh, it, everything was in my head though, like hundred percent. I could do it like physically. But uh, when you do the long distance, you have to have your head with you. So my head was stopping me. So he said, my junior, uh, he said that I should start to talk to someone that could help me get over that, uh, that hill because then I would enjoy it way more. And I did. Uh, and I think it worked. Like, I, I think more people have to understand that you have to have your mind with you. Um, and it's not a shame to go to a sports psychologist or a psychologist at all. I think I think it's just healthy. I think it's a very good thing mm. to do. Absolutely. I mean, not mm. not. We should all probably <laughs> go, go and see <laughs> someone, not just on regarding sports, but on, on all our issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you talk about that, let's not open that kind of words. <laughs> no. But no, but it, it's we we. I mean, we've been call it hobby shrinks. We 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 do speak with a lot of athletes that need someone to talk to yeah. about it could be a difficult situation it could be how oh, having a bit hard time handling my coach uh you know not really fitting into the system um you know it could be mm. we've had loads of these and yeah. so, sometimes it's just good to to talk and be open about it and oh get another perspective and hey maybe try this and then but of course, in some cases, it's it's beyond our level of expertise when it comes to being a psychologist. But uh, uh, to be a bit more open about this, I yeah. think it's very healthy. No, yeah, I, I agree 100%. And uh, as an individual, like swimming is an individual sport, but at college it's, it's a team sport, but you're still in the pool swimming alone, right? So if you don't have your head with you, like you will, it's hard to perform well. Yeah, and you're a living proof that it works, right? Of course, you did uh, you did some schoolwork while well, well, between all the swimming sessions and your five five morning sessions in in down season uh, or off season. Um, how was it to study? 
international business? I uh, I think it was interesting. Uh, of course, you start with all the general courses, your freshman year and all, all that stuff. But my professors, uh, especially in international business, was amazing. I I actually am still in contact with him. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I, I think at Kaiser, since we're a pretty small school, you get a really personal... Um, uh, relationship with the with the professors in a good way uh in my international business class we were just eight people or so so you really had time to to talk about stuff you would never ever discuss uh in public and and no i learned so much and i think that's the clue uh with small schools is that you you get so close to your professors like uh, if you ever need help you can just call them uh, send a message or go to the office you're always welcome and and I think for me that was a clue because going to practice like all the time every morning uh, every night almost like uh, and go to school at the same time it, it, it is a lot of time management you have to you have to do so being able to have your professors that close um, it helps you <laughs> Oh, it is. Uh, I was at uh, not maybe not uh, a little bit bigger than Kaiser, but I also had in my major going deep into classes. Just uh, great support from yeah. very knowledgeable professors. I mean, I was studying journalism, and one of the professors was a Pulitzer winner. I mean, you you learn a lot from that, yeah. and to have like firsthand, uh, you know, not speed dial, but uh, <laughs> you could uh, you you could uh, pick their brain on on a lot of different things. So that, that's really cool. Um, and of course you did well in your classes that's a good sign uh, um, and cap and gown moment you get your degree yeah. uh, finally and you, you I guess you're, you had your family joining for this I mean that's the typical thing is yeah, that a big celebration actually. everybody came over my, my sister his uh, my, my brother and his girlfriend my mom and dad they all came. <laughs> is that because it was Florida or because of your graduation? For graduation mainly, though, but uh, but also because it's Florida. Free vacation. And uh, <laughs> we were traveling and going up and down to Miami. We were watching Miami Heat game. That game was crazy. We went to Orlando and, I don't know, we all went for a vacation uh, together. And that was really nice. Yeah, nice way to end the chapter. Um, I feel like you did, you, you ticked so many of cool boxes and things during your four years yeah. not not everybody you know stay for four years at the same school some transfers some some do but it seemed to be like the really the ideal deal choice yeah. to go there in the end i think it's because of the people i met there the team we were like a f second family it's, it's a cliche but but uh, we were like uh, everybody at the team was so close not even just at the team but at the school in general like you got to cl so close to so many people and uh, but a swim team is it's it's very special for me, especially the people I started off with. Uh, they they got really close. Like uh, usually, if you didn't go out partying at Saturdays or in the week, like we went uh, watching movies at the boys' dorm, or we I don't know, we did so many fun things together. We went to the beach as a team. Uh, the swimmers, I think, we're the team that is the most together not not social wise but i think the reason why is because we spend so much time with each other in the pool and yeah re the rest of the day so it's natural that we <laughs> stick together when we're off as well 
So I actually moved off with two of my best friends, one tennis player and one swimmer from my team. And uh, it was the best decision I ever did. <laughs> yeah. And now it's interesting, right? You, you, you've been an intern here over the mm. summer and, and learning a bit more about sports recruiting and, and everything that we do from, from our perspective. Yeah. You've been on the other seat before. Um, but now you're also moving to do your master's degree in, in Wagner College in up in New York. So, but now no swimming involved. Now no. you're just working in the athletic department. I'm a swammer now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's the alumni yeah. or when you're retired. Yeah. You're a swammer. I'm okay. a swammer. Uh, also. But yeah, like uh, I'm not done with the US. I, I love being young and studying the States. So I'm going back to New York, Wagner. But now I will be a, a master student, a graduate a uh, student but i will also be a ga a graduate assistant for the sports department so for when i work for them i get a scholarship uh, back so i actually get a full ride from them so uh, that's nice unbelievable yeah what a deal that's Great. a really good deal but I, I would never have been there if it was not for my coach though because he said from day one that if you ever want to be uh, a master student here in the u.s you're not paying for it. You have so many opportunities to get it for free or partly free. So so he has been helping all the international students that re really want to stay to get jobs or being a teaching assistant, that's also a choice. My, uh, my roommate is actually going to University of Florida as teaching assistants with the same uh, full ride as I do. So, so it is so many opportunities that people don't know about the masters as well. Yeah, it's fantastic uh, to take advantage and I mean we, we know a lot of our students do go on and take masters some of course travel back to Europe and mm. do it there but of course many uh, they, you're done with your eligibility you're not allowed to to swim more I mean in theory you had your COVID year one extra year, but yeah. you know not not everybody you, you, you're kind of done I mean you, you, you I said four years and uh, I got four <laughs> amazing years and exactly. I, I think it's so, so you have another I mean remember at lunch the other day you were talking about how you need to uh, brush up on your accounting skills uh, oh, yeah. because there's, there's some tasks await uh, come come uh, end of August. I have a pre-math uh, course I have to do before I start, and oh, that's a struggle. Accounting is not is not easy, <laughs> yeah. especially when you had this whole summer off. So hey, you've been working on internship. Yeah. What's yeah. going on here? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit different, though. Maybe not accounting and accruals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it you know. Yet again, you're a proof that, you know, use the resources that you get in the U.S. And it's funny now, like looking back, you know, you picked Kaiser uh, University and you had, you know, the four maybe best years of your life there. And then the coach again helps you, you know, finding a place where you can do your master's degree and, mm. and you know, be a GA and then obviously get that degree for free. Um, it just shows that using the resources that you get in the U.S. is vital and um yeah, uh, that's my biggest advice to, to the kids that we have there now and the kids that are traveling over to use the resources uh, that each college can provide and give. Yeah. I think, you know, Shine contacted you, scouted you, and, and made contact and kind of opened up this world. I mean, of mm. course, it's mostly you, but we, you know, that was. Uh, the catalyst for hey why don't we look at this and then you yeah. you decide and then this ends up being the journey um it's that's great pretty amazing it is it is um Marie, thank you so much for coming on to the to the show uh i've, I've learned a lot yeah uh, today yeah, me uh, too. it's nice to sit in the studio uh, and, and, and talk and 
you know you've done extremely well you've been great this summer uh so you, you have learned something in these classes maybe it's <laughs> brush so up on your accounting skills but uh, I will. but yeah no it's been great last last words to our listeners enjoy have fun and uh, and do as much as you can in the four years it, it will go so fast well that's a good way to end yeah All see right. ya see you next see time ya.